So, you're a musician. Each week, we're going to discuss survival within the music industry. We'll chat to professionals who can help us and you find a way. Talking about things like how to get a job, what's the point in networking? <laughs> Staying sane. <laughs> that as well, yeah. So if you're lost and not sure what to do next, welcome to the club and welcome to the Open Bat Podcast. Right, Will, so... Um, before last week's episode, the week before last week's episode, I should say, um, we went through the little checklist of all the the gigging items and materials and things we bring along to a gig. The ten, the ten steps. Yeah, for yeah, gigging, yeah. Like, yeah got it. Like that. So I kind of wanted to lead from there, and I, I, I want. I've written down a list here of things I think you should do when, you, or things you should be thinking about when you release music yourself. Oh, okay, as cool. in all the different oh, little components that come in. This into is it. very fitting as well because. I mean, we, 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 we'll go into it more, but yeah. I am going to release some stuff and exactly. as we've spoken about, but I'm kind of more actively on that journey now. Yeah, so, exactly. Yeah, That's cool. kind of what triggered Great. my kind of inspiration for chatting about this Brilliant is because topic. we can go through stuff that, you know, you're going to be facing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I mean, and we're, we're going to talk maybe post-production in my mind. I think okay. I think we're going to include the, the first step of this as well, but I mean, as in the base layer, the, the mixing side of your tracks sure. are, are finished because we've gone into the creative yeah, aspects yeah, a lot fine, with other fine. guests and stuff. So first of all, I think the first um, expense most people need to sort of realise, and I think this is mainly aimed at people that maybe haven't released music before as well, mm-hmm. is the mixing and the mastering of it. And I don't mean the, the, the mixing in terms of your rough mix. I mean, when you send it off to someone or you oh, have right, a friend yeah, yeah. who is good enough to yeah. properly mix it all use the plugins that are the correct plugins for it and then of course master it and will what is mastering the way that mastering's always been described to me is it's a bit like putting on the clear coat it's it's like okay. the lacquer it's the shine yes so 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 once you've mixed something and mixing is where you get all your levels right so all the instruments and the vocals rule the right level against each other yeah. and they've got all their kind of post-production like effects and anything like that on that's all been done all the colors been added and then and then a um and then a mastering engineer yeah just adds the kind of gloss so they will typically they'll typically do something like they'll turn the bass up a little bit they'll turn the treble up a little bit they'll kind of because mm. th- i think it, there's it, a huge it, it misconception is. that it is just turning it up louder which yeah, yeah is the end isn't. result maybe well but well, part of the yeah, result but, but because of ma- like whoever's doing the mastering that they will look at kind of the overall compression of the track and they will look at the overall limitation and and they will bring it yeah they, they bring it up that that level but but what they can't the, uh, the mastering engineer basically gets the finished track sent to them they only yes. get one piece of audio yeah exactly um, and then they have to work with that so that's yeah. why i've always thought about it as like um, gloss as yeah. gloss because yeah, that final coat really because, yeah exactly yeah no absolutely and I think people need to understand that as well this is a cost most of the time yeah a, no, a, a good mixing is uh, sorry a good mastering is 600 quid at least well I think I think it so depends on what you're doing because there are there are loads and loads and loads now and I haven't used one so I'm not going to comment on it okay but there are loads and loads and loads of like online um, like mastering websites as in you upload your track it's supposed to analyze the track and do the work for you mm-hmm. um, which you know again I, I'm not going to particularly comment on because I haven't used them no. I I kind of, I'm sceptical. I think it's one of those things and it's kind of what you pay for is what you get to an extent. I think if you listen to a track on, um, it's like that night and day thing where you listen to a track on BBC Radio 1 and then you listen to a track on BBC Radio Introducing. Yeah. Yeah. The compositions might not be worlds apart. Dissimilar. The the talent on the 
on the on the recorded track might be similar yeah, to yeah. many extents but one that's had a lot of production money thrown at it is going to sound of a standard and one that hasn't hasn't and so i feel like yeah the, and, it, and mastering is a, is a huge huge part of that that final glossy coke does make the difference in taking a bbc radio introducing sort of I mean, some of them are fantastic, obviously. But yeah, of course. That, but really, that kind it, of rougher it, setting. I think it's about elevating it to the same level as the other stuff yeah. that's kind of, that's charting. So will you look into, I mean, you've got a production talent of yourself. Will you look into mastering <sighs> your tracks, for example? I think, okay, so, so this is where, annoyingly for this conversation, I think my stuff maybe sits outside of this. I'm not <laughs> so much releasing the stuff that I'm doing because I want it to be, listened to by loads of people and crazy yep. successful if i'm honest mm -hmm. the main reason that i'm releasing the stuff i'm uh, releasing is because as a young musician when you tell people oh i'm a musician the first thing they ask is have you got any music out now there's loads of things on spotify that i've played on yeah um you know there's obviously there's all the santuki stuff that we did there's wink there's a wink track that i play a solo on etc etc um but there isn't anything there that is like just mine and i and i do and I've got stuff written that is just mine that I've made. Um, so that's kind of, that, that's why I'm releasing it. So I basically can say, oh yeah, I play on a few things and then I've got some solo stuff under yeah. um, uh, under this name. Um, so in terms of the mastering, the production is obviously important, but I probably at this stage, I think maybe this is about just going out and doing it. But I, but I think, I think my reason for releasing music is very different to, yeah, a, absolutely. to, the, to the vast majority. Yeah. You know, no, I, like, I, do get I that. with this, I'm not going to be chasing kind of radio plays or BBC no. introducing. It's not that kind of stuff. Like it's all instrumental kind of like yeah. progressive e metal -y sort of stuff. Yeah. So, so I'm sorry. That's not the answer. That's, that's kind fine. of helpful that's for fine. the conversation. I'll speak from a bit of my experience. So um, the, the last track that um, late night honeymoon and I released was today's the day. Oh, um, which oh, is oh, go and listen. It's, it's <laughs> actually such it's like a summer like a feel-good summer song yeah ted, ted, uh, ted did very well with very, writing that very, one very good. um but we got that we were because we got the kind of rough mix and we went through quite a few mastering engineers for that and just the final mix part of it and the, and the mastering the, everything was kind of recorded everything sounded good uh, a friend of ours who did all the production for it um he he made it sound really really nice but we wanted it to then get mix and master by fresh ears and we didn't want to use them for everything yeah i, I think um, that's always a smart and, thing to do and we it would have been probably much quicker and much cheaper to use him because we went to lots of different people that weren't as good as yeah, him yeah. and they didn't produce maybe what they promised no sure and in the end we ended up getting it done by a guy i can't remember his name but he did like the 1975's first album and a few things like that and because he knew oh, wow. ted it was cheaper but even then it was 800 pounds and I, and that was just for the mastering. Yeah, and this is a guy that would normally tra yeah, wow. charge two thousand pounds a track. Yeah, I, 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 yeah. I mean, there's a lot of money yeah. in, in in being a mastering engineer. I, I I've looked into it. I've looked into getting a <laughs> masters in mastering because I just think that sounds cool. <laughs> so cool. I love I, I'm a master of mastering. <laughs> okay, but sorry. <laughs> no, on. I love that. Um, yeah, but yeah, moving away from that, so you you've, you're really happy with your track. Obviously, the the next part of the puzzle, and I'm sure you'd be working on it and thinking it with things in the mind, is of course your your PR and your artwork to go with that and I know you're big on the the marketing front yeah, of yeah. The side of things uh, and in terms of artwork Will and I released a track um, with a band as we've, we've droned on about a bit called Santoku and I wanted a good artwork for that and I had a particular image that I wanted mm. and I went to the point of chasing around and commissioning, commissioning a, 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 a digital artist that I knew for that but yeah, again yeah. that was expensive it how, costs, how much was that? so she charged me £80 
Right. It is really cool. And she sent me the full video of her doing it, which yeah. was very useful. And in all fairness, because I've chucked it into PowerPoint after we did get two album artworks out of one, <laughs> <laughs> one piece, because I, like, like, I just cropped the fish. And I was like, okay, cool. Yeah. We'll use that. Yeah. So I think I, I really like the kind of digital art thing for, yeah. for artwork. I think it's really good. But no, 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 but you're right. It, it costs money. It does cost money. And, and an area that I was kind of coming into... Um, with a lot of people that maybe don't know what to do because a lot of people maybe commission friends they commission family members or they they ask for it and then it doesn't get done on time or the finished project you then think well it's it's an amazing or you love a painting you love a picture yeah, of it yeah. and then you think well how do I digitalize that and a scan copy of it just doesn't work a photo of that just doesn't work you can't you need to have yeah. a good amount of probably Adobe Suite skills really to get the artwork probably looking how you want to up work up to a standard yeah, yeah. photoshop or um, anything on the creative kind of cloud base so to, to kind of get rid of that you've got all these different platforms that you can use to kind of get artwork and again it kind of comes under the mastering thing so i had a look on fiverr um, to see <laughs> roughly what the prices were by experienced people so so is this specifically to do album so artwork i've typed into fiverr album artwork okay cool uh, and the people that come up obviously are the top review ones so you, yeah, you yeah, yeah. they've done well and they've got examples of everything up here and it, it looks cool it's all okay. interesting how much is that uh, so the the first one that pops up is starting price at 42 uh, 42.39 okay. for you know that's well, probably one piece of art I mean it will go on them I, I won't shout their name to, <laughs> <laughs> but if you wanted their standard package you're immediately looking at 60 quid if you want their premium package you're immediately looking but, but, but at the same okay, price just, I am. just on the one you're looking at whatever that is yeah standard package premium package what what, what do those include so simple of standard package uh, basic sorry it's called, basic and um, they've called it standard uh, is simple illustration one character one simple color one simple background and uh, free text and that will give you um, inclusion of a 3d mock-up include source file and one design concept for it so that's pretty limited yeah, yeah, I would say that gives you very, very little. <laughs> yeah, yeah. In terms of 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 what you do, I quite like this person's um slogan though. Uh, I will make dope cartoon album cover hip hop punk rock music artwork. Wow, it sounds sounds, sounds like you're on Wish. Yeah. Uh, so so, so <laughs> what's his like premium? package so the premium package uh, and for those of you who don't know who fiverr are it's it's this website for freelancers where you set up your own account and then people can use you to do jobs like this Uh, and it's often used for creative stuff um so premium one full illustration four to six characters front and back covers very detailed background and And free text and how much is that and that's 84.78 okay so so actually we are talking like sub 100 quid for for your artwork and yeah. is that pretty consistent across everything obviously Every, everything obviously, on fiverr yes yeah 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 okay but i also think actually every um pretty much everybody that i know and maybe this is just because we're in a creative circle because we went to uni and obviously mm-hmm. you know like we studied creative subjects um and went to creative uni is my point sorry yeah um but almost everybody i know is like hasn't gone on Fiverr to find an artist. They know an artist. They know somebody capable of doing that in the same way that, that we do with Santuku. You knew of somebody who yeah. did that. So, so, so yes, you still pay them. And I'm a big, I'm a big believer in if your friends uh, like do something creative and you're asking for their service, still paying them. Always because, pay them. Be, you know, because that's the career they're trying to start. And, Absolutely. You, you know, so yeah. I'm, Again, I'm, it I'm, comes back down to art. 
playing for exposure or exactly exactly argument, yeah so so i always think that's good but i do think that people know people so i think the whole fiverr going on fiverr to find it i think it's good for getting a sense of what price you might what cost you might have to to dish out mm. but i think most people know someone. you know someone who's probably into yeah, and in, I think it makes it much easier to communicate it. Yeah, um, no, definitely. But sorry, go, go on I think with your extended you can, point. You can then go in straight with a price as well. Uh, not, not really on my extended point. I mean, it's just there, and I think people always have a concept of what they have in their mind. And I think another thing to bear in mind is if you're commissioning someone you know to do the artwork, perhaps you need to bear in mind they're going to have their own creative input into it. Yeah, but but I've always quite liked that with artwork. Yeah, because I think because nobody's under at least i don't think anybody's under the uh, under the illusion that, that the band have actually sat down with like a pencil <laughs> and, and sketched out the image i mean no. of, of course some do but but i've always quite liked that music in particular yes the music will all be done by as, actually no it's bigger than this the the composition might all be done by one person but mm. then the in, but then lots of the instruments that are played on it, like when we spoke to Tom Ford, he he has creative freedom when he goes and plays a guitar part because he's an, because he is he has the specialist expert knowledge on guitar, which the songwriter might not have done. So he goes and does that. Then you give it to a producer. They add their kind of color to it because mm. they have their own way of approaching things. So you know, producers sound very different. You know, okay, what what what's a really massive um, producer that? that kind of everyone will know um mark ronson yeah for perfect. example he he does things that are that kind of stand out as you can listen to a track and you kind of go ah it sounds like a mark ronson track um so they do that mastering mastering engineers will do their thing and then you give it a, and then you send it off to an artist and they do something i kind of love the fact that everybody adds their own and it ends up even if it's like a solo album yeah, you end up with this kind of collaborative sort of thing going on. Yeah, I, no, I, definitely. I really like that. Yeah, no, I, I think it, yeah, it is good, and I guess yeah, it's just having that open mindness to it, I guess, and um, especially if it's just your personal project, it might mm. feel difficult to, but, to let go. But here's here's something that I can talk about because I'm going and I'm anxious about this. I'm going with a photographer on Tuesday, so that'll be b before this has come out to try and take some photos, mm. and we're going to go. This is for my solo stuff. So this is basically going to be me as the subject probably with a guitar to make yeah. it kind of obvious but i want to go and do kind of like outdoorsy woodland sort of thing because lots of the stuff that i've written is yeah it's heavy but a lot of it starts with kind of very big atmospheric ambient sort of sections mm. so so i want really that good. kind of um, i don't want the kind of like hipster nature -y sort of thing but i do uh, want it to feel very um fresh if that yeah, I, 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 no, I, 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 I i i feel like you get what i mean yeah um it's you want kind it to of be not yeah, not stereotypical of yeah, like, what you might imagine of music of that taste. Yeah, and, and also when I listened to it, when I was writing, I very much got this sense of kind of it's the sort these, these ambient sections are the are almost acts like a soundtrack. So if you were like walking through the forest or you were down by the sea, like yeah, that, that's okay. always kind of been like the headspace I've been in. So I want to get images like that. Mm. So, but the reason I'm saying this and the reason I think this is relevant is because this is the first time I've gone off and done this, and I'm worried about it because mm. if she gives me loads of direction and kind of tells me where to stand and what to do, then I will immediately kind of feel more comfortable. Yeah. Um, but equally, I don't know how much creative input she wants me to have. Like, mm. it might be that she kind of wants me to have it, have it all. In, in which case, fine. I'm actually, I've actually got a friend of mine, Lewis, who's bass player in Wink. Yeah. He's going to come because he's 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 
quite good at this sort of stuff yeah kind of like managerial perspective so he's going to come and kind of help with that side no Uh, it's really important because i think that harks back to our conversation with tom ford again about the creative relationship exactly and 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 exactly maybe meeting her before and relaxing environment and chatting and and having lewis there might help because again for sure he's good at that and and i think the big thing is with this though um based on what we're saying is is that these pictures will get taken i will get sent them i will obviously pay for them regardless mm, yeah, but the actual and and this I, i'm i've seen her work she's she's taken pictures at gigs that i've played like she's really really good yeah. but the actual concept that i've come up with for this kind of um it, basically it, out in nature it, like it, in dense woodland early in the morning with kind of mist and all this sort of stuff yeah me and a guitar i might look at those pictures and, and just and them. just hate them and just I think it looks it. really cringy and cheesy for you know it that might be what i what i see but the fact is that by doing that i will then be able to sit down with those photos and a pen and paper and i'll be able to circle the Which reasons ones? that I don't like them. Okay. And then I will have a real sense of, okay, so this is why I didn't like that. So how do I make sure that the next photo shoot we go on? I do matter. like, and it's part of that process because I think you can sit and you can plan all your PR. This is the kind of link. Mm. I think you can sit and you can plan that for days and days and days. And then you send it off to somebody and they don't send you back something that you exactly like. Yeah. I don't really think that's the the issue of the the artist that's done, that's done the work, whether that's artwork or photographs. I think that's kind of your issue for maybe not communicating it. And, and the only reason and you're not going to have communicated it well enough is because you haven't done enough research and known really known what you want it's really hard to know yeah. exactly what you want it's really hard and then to express seen that it. exactly so, so so i'm going and do doing this and i feel maybe a bit underprepared and i was kind of you know i was thinking about clothes God, like, I, I, don't, I don't i don't really care that much about <laughs> clothes and fashion um so i was thinking about it and you know what, like what on earth do i wear but ultimately whatever i wear I might look back at the pictures after and go, why on earth did I wear that? Um, and I'll probably take some options. <laughs> I hate that. I, I'm so, I so hate the idea of going and doing this. Really, You'll be fine. But, but the fact is that I might really like them. And I hope, of course, I hope I do. I, I hope I have all these pictures. There's a bunch of photos. I'm like, brilliant. That's my whole PR thing for this release. Amazing. But equally, I might look at them and go, these aren't quite right, but this is, but this is why it's not quite right. Hmm. Um, and then I will go on from there. Um, yeah. and, and it's nice that I've picked a photographer that I'm sure I will be very happy with the kind of the photography perspective. Yeah. It's just the concept that I think, but, but yeah, so, so with artwork and with any kind of images, I think you've got to, it, it's the whole, you know, ju- like just get on with it and do it thing just get spoken on with, about. Yeah, that's a great way because of then you can at look it. at it and then you can go okay this is what i do and don't like and then you can build yeah. the next and just be prepared for that it's maybe a bit of a long-winded oh, way it doesn't matter but i think that, if you, but that's really what you want give yourself time give yourself money and, and yeah and be prepared for for change in it and change in direction i think um yeah no fantastic but, but but actually i think on that note when you're talking about money i think that's why there's there is some sense into the first edit or the first photos or the first artwork you have made not spending like not going and spending six eight hundred no, quid or, or having a, kind of, a, a relationship with the person who's doing it to the point where because i'm sure if we look back on fiverr the person who's creating these digital artworks will have on his premium pack one or two kind re-renders of, of it yeah or like yeah we yeah, can yeah, change yeah, things yeah, for sure can, whereas for sure. a standard pack you probably go no. pay you 40 pound and, and and this is what you get yeah exactly so, so yeah no I, I 
I think there's probably quite a lot of sense in the first the first version of something not spending a huge amount of money because then you could look at that and it's a bit of a trial and error. Yeah, it probably won't be the one you use. No. But it'll give you a real sense of, okay, yeah. I don't like this, I do like this. So Yeah, no, I think yeah. it's great. No, I think it's really interesting and I, I look forward to seeing the photos. Well. Yeah, I, I mean, you, you, might, you may never see them. It depends, it depends <laughs> how I feel about them. Um, I'll ask Lewis but, for them. Yeah, well, exactly. <laughs> yeah, um, posted everywhere. So before we move on, I just wanted to remind everyone that we've got a live show coming up. We do. I'm looking forward to it, Will. Yeah, I, I, I'm nervous, <laughs> as we've said before. But um, okay, so I will keep this brief, but we've got a live show. Uh, it's on the 22nd of February at the Horn in St Albans in their little side venue called The Barn and we're going to be talking to promoter um, Luke Hinton who's an award winning promoter uh, he's done loads and loads of stuff helped get some loads of bands off the ground he kind of works on that grassroots level but has worked with festivals and stuff yeah. super interesting if anybody knows about taking a band from kind of starting out to like to getting them like management and getting them signed Luke is L- Luke is the person that, that you want to talk to so if you're around in the kind of Hertfordshire area or you fancy travelling It'll be amazing. Tickets are online. I will link them below. And you should come down because there's going to be an opportunity to ask questions. So it won't just be us asking him. Maybe the first half an hour, hour will be. But then you will have an opportunity to ask away and hopefully we'll all learn a lot. We'll all learn something, yeah. So, so yeah, uh, the, the link will be down in the description below. So, uh, yeah, cheers. Back to the episode. So the next thing I wanted to to kind of bring up on, I think generally is the, is the most important part. And I think it's a, a part that honestly most musicians below if they haven't done it before won't ever think to do and that is to write your press release oh yeah or your announcement it's really hard Hard work work. because and uh, let's explain what it is so uh, a press release kit is is everything really but your press release announcement is uh, it's normally about two three paragraphs Mm -hmm. where you say what's happening what's going on so you're releasing an album la-di-da-di-da um what the album consists of and why you should listen to it which is hard and you need to make sure that a lot of people fall short there where they just sort of describe it as everything else and maybe a little bit of a background then after that so people then know what's happening when it's happening what it's like and then a little bit of background on you maybe the band or something like that um to sort of re-supply the credentials and then contact and everything like that because this is the paragraph that if you send your music to a reviewer which i hope you do a blog uh, a newspaper a radio show anything like that this is what they're going to read and in the five minutes they've got to well less than five minutes in the two seconds they've got to look at that before they say something about it on the radio they're going to look at that and go oh and will dawson's got a release coming up on the fifth this is his new track it's for listeners of la-di-da and 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 that's that's it so it's got to catch your attention on it and it's the same for people writing gig reviews and everything like that they're going to look at the press release because you send these press releases in before you do a gig as well Mm -hmm. and they're going to look at that and when they put something up on their instagram they're just going to grab taglines from that so you need to make sure as well it's also content written to some degree well well well, i think it's i've always thought about your press release is a bit like the the opening two paragraphs top of your cv yeah um now obviously it's not about well it's kind of about you yeah but it's also you know it's it's not just about you in this case it's about the track and 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 whatever the release is but i think your job is the same thing it's like when you when you write on your cv the opening line isn't Mm. my name is will dawson i am 22 years old i was born in like you know you, you don't do that you you start with without being you know without being cliche and obviously this is very 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 
generic but you start with using kind of hot words like ambitious hardworking, absolutely um you know entrepreneurial like you yeah. know like, what, no, it's a good what, comparison what, whatever your words are. and i think you have to do the same with the press release you want and and it is hard because because you want you want the um the radio presenter who, who's reading it to be able to get to the information that they yeah. need to promote it really quickly mm. but you also need it to you also need it to be the one that the that the reviewer picks out of the pile. Absolutely, that he's got he or she's got in front yeah. of them before they um, before they actually listen to a track. Yeah. So I think I think there's a real a real balance between explaining what it is that you're doing, but also stopping it just being like a Wikipedia entry. Well, absolutely, and this is this is what really annoyed me. So as a as I worked with Sofa Sounds for so long as an MC, where you're introducing the artist, it, it's very, very important to have this press release sort of written up in front of you. So for me, it, it, it kind of made it night or day. When you're when I'm sitting on the train going to that gig, I haven't got long to learn about that artist. I can have a listen to them in my ears. And then I'm thinking, right, I've got to introduce this person. So what would I say about introducing this person just because I had nothing else to do because that was my only job. <laughs> um, mm. So what am I going to say about what like, I can hear? And then I'll have a look at their press release that they always upload onto, onto the yeah, social yeah. Sounds website and some of them were just like you're scrolling for ages and like I've got literally 30 seconds to introduce you there's yeah. no way I'm getting through half of this and then you just get there and you ask them and guarantee the people that had written these massive paragraphs go oh so what's going on they go oh, nothing really yeah well, like, oh, well, come on, well, have well, well I think that's always because because I've just got up our uh, our press release for, for for the podcast which I actually think I mean mm. I think if we we obviously did this like months and months and months ago yeah. um, around episode one uh, actually on the 22nd of august i posted this no way um so, so so i'm just looking at that and i i think it's good i yeah. i actually do think it's good so i'm gonna i'm gonna kind of read the start yeah. of it and this is what a press release should be. it should be descriptive yeah. and quick and yeah concise. And, and i think it needs to be punchy and, and grab your target audience obviously yeah. there are differences so ours and it's quite small it's on my phone but ours is uh so you're a musician you've got no idea what to do next welcome to the club and that's all done in like individual lines. And then it goes into uh, Open Back is a weekly podcast where Will and Tristan discuss surviving in the music industry, covering the perils, the joys, networking and how to ration a packet of pasta for up to a month when the wedding show you played never pays up. No one really knows the answer. So let's break this abstract world. Let's break down this abstract world together. And hopefully next time you're asked at a family party. So, so what job are you aiming to get from all of this? You can politely tell them to get lost. Now, Okay. It's a bit tongue in cheek, but but I also think that I think that hits on a point without kind of blowing our own horn with this. Mm. I think it hits on the fact that it it explains what the podcast is and what we're doing. Yeah, in not just words, in the way that the words are delivered. Yeah. So so okay, that that's conversational. Yeah, absolutely. And and, and it's, it's conversational very, because it's the podcast. Writing. Yeah, no, no. I mean, <laughs> it's very, very, very you writing. But but it's conversational because it's a podcast and it's a relaxed yeah. conversation like about that. the music industry. I like that view. And, it, yeah. You know, and it opens up with it, it opens up with a line that is like so you're a musician, which is how every single one of our episodes opens. Yeah. So it's so you know, there's <laughs> we're very, very, very clever. <laughs> <laughs> but it. You know, I, I, that's all deliberate. If you were doing mm. something for a kind of like, like a grime record, you might open it in a way that felt very authentic to that. Now, I, I don't Absolutely. know, I, I don't know what that is, but but you would do something to grab your 
target audience i hope rather yeah. but because the thing well, is not necessarily because you have to remember as well this isn't necessarily your target audience going that's going to be reading this but this might be how someone else, else introduces yeah, you exactly. to your target and, audience and, and this thing looking at this we've got the social musician you've got no idea what to do next welcome to the club that's on three separate lines now that's there because if that wasn't there our press release would read Open Back is a weekly podcast where we'll interest and discuss survival in the music industry, covering the perils and the joys. Yeah. It's so boring, boring. If, that, if that's all you've got to open it. That yeah. information is what you're saying. That's what needs to be there. That's yeah. actually the important One stuff part, yeah. in some ways. Um, yeah. Well, it's like that. You've grabbed attention. You've said what it is, where it is what it's yeah, about yeah. done and you've moved on I do uh, think a press release is a really hard thing to write it's though. really hard and, but, uh, <laughs> that's why that sounds like you not like me <laughs> no, well, you had a lot to do in that as well um, but that, that's kind of my next point I was going on and, and we've discussed ways on this podcast that you can use things to help you with these and most notably as you brought up before oh, yeah. anything else, um, before and it was mentioned on any major podcast, may I just say, so well done, Will, oh, really? uh, was um, chat GPT. Which, if you haven't listened to that episode or you don't know what it is, is basically it's like an online AI thing that you can ask to do yeah. do things. It's not like Google where you ask it a question, it gives you a blunt answer. You can ask it to, okay, r um, r write me a press release for a podcast yeah. called Open Back about making it in the music industry. Yeah. And it will it'll write that. No, it's not going to be perfect, but you can adapt it. Absolutely. So Quick I've summary. got it here to write you an album release. Oh, have you? Yes. Oh, good. Yeah. So here we go. So this is, and this is just something. So if you were struggling to write something like this, or you just had no idea where to start, if you type, if you just go on to um, chatopenai.com and, and go onto their, their forum on that and, and ask it to write a press release and give it some description of what your music okay, so, like. So exactly what have you written? So I wrote, I wrote into the, the question, the command, um, write a press release for, in inverted commas, Will Dawson. Um, for his uh, upcoming album he's written which is a math rock slash metal um, influences <laughs> see I didn't even put proper English into it influences include Prolifia Pliny and Nick Johnston okay cool uh, and it came back with oh god um, Will Dawson album announcement straight at the top so London Will Dawson the up and coming uh, rock slash metal artist announces release of his highly anticipated debut album <laughs> with <laughs> influences from greats such as Prolifia Pliny and Nick Johnston Prolifia, yeah. uh, sorry, yeah. sorry. Uh, Will's unique sound combines technical proficiency and creative innovation to produce a fusion of intricate <laughs> rhythm scoring guitars soaring guitar solos and heavy grooves fans can expect a musical journey through Will's growth as an artist showcasing his musical prowess and connection with fans the album will be available on all major streaming platforms um, from, uh, to purchase from the 30th of January and then below contact information and follow Will Dawson on social medias la -di -da -di -da. you would also on there include a sound link because okay. you're sending this to reviews so so I, I mean, obviously it does. It, it's made some things up, but but that's really irrelevant. It's it, it's quite. It definitely gives you the template. It gives you a template. It, that's it, all you it need. gives you a template, and 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 I think it's really good, uh, kind of market research. Um, yeah. To go and look at to, to do that, but also to look at other similar artists' yeah. stuff. That's um, the biggest learning curve but, is looking at other artists' press release. Yeah, yeah, but because you want it, but then you don't. You don't just want to fit fit in with the crowd. No, you don't want to fit in the crowd, but you it, can also see what they get away with. 
Yeah. <laughs> and, I, I, and I think that's the thing because I think there is a lot of getting away with because you're trying to make it informative, eye-catching, different. And you want it to, like we were saying about, about hours, you want it to, to kind of capture the, the essence of what you're doing. Mm-hmm. So think about the, the tone that it's kind of written in. Yep. I, I, I mean, I, I, I'm... I, I, I'm dreading having to do yeah. that for, for my stuff. Yeah. It's painful. Um, it, it really is. And it, it was difficult for this podcast for sure. But um, it kind of, again, in there, it, it linked on to probably the next most important part of this all, though, moving away from press releases mm-hmm. is obviously with that, you need to send some sort of cloud link to it. So you need to either send a Google Drive link to your song's final production yeah, yeah. that only they can maybe access, maybe an un, mm-hmm. um, oh, what they called an unlisted video on YouTube yeah. um, or maybe a SoundCloud link, a private SoundCloud link, which is probably the most common way of doing it. Yeah, things. I think that's how lots of people do it. Now, the next part of it is obviously, which a lot of people, again, a lot of people I chat to are completely clueless about and sort of mind blown when you manage to do it, is how are you going to get this music on all the major streaming platforms at the right, at the right time? Uh, and to us, it just seems simple. I use a distributor. But then to a lot of people, yeah, yeah. What, what's a distributor? So a, a distribution service is effectively, normally it can be free, it can be paid for, but it, it, it's something that you upload a track to and it then goes out of its way and its service it provides, it puts you on everything. So it'll put yeah. you on Amazon Music, iTunes, Spotify, la-di-da, and it will do it all with your own branding. Things like Spotify are great because you can then log in separately as an artist, yeah, yeah. make your account official, which looks a lot better, and then you have control over over more things on your Spotify, like the yeah. artwork yeah, and everything yeah. like that. And for these, uh, just for example, if people, if, if you'd never used a distribution company before, I've got a web page up here talking about distribution companies, but I'll just read out the title names of them all. Um, Amuse is one which seems to come up at the top. The next one that comes down is DistroKid. We've used DistroKid We've in used the past. That, that, was, that was a yearly subscription. I think it was £17 a year, maybe £25 a year. Yeah, I can't remember. And that was complete control well, of everything. It, it, and, and I think that... And we what, made money off it. We made 17 99 off it. So we, no, no, no. It went up. There was, there's more money on it now. There's, ah. there's like £25, £25 on it. So it, it, and but, you, um, you, oh, we're making money off we're of the money, band. We're making money. We're <laughs> successful. But, um, no, no, but lots of those, they work on the basis of you, you're either a, like a solo artist so, so you pay your £20 a year for the sake of argument and that means you can do as many releases under that one name yeah. or you can have kind of like multiple artists so I think it gives you like three or five and you mm-hmm. can do multiple releases under that and that'll be like £35 a year yeah. or for like £80 a year you can have as many artists as like all that so that's kind of more designed for labels yeah um, but yeah, yeah I, 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 there'll be Ditto Music on there, I'm sure. Yeah, Ditto's, well. Ditto's kind of uh, Ditto's a, a very big publishing company. I think if if you really want to go down the the route of maybe writing music as well, Ditto's a great one to look up. But yeah, Spin Up, Record Union, loads, TuneCourt, loads. There's, and, there's loads. And, and it actually works the same for podcasts as well. Yeah, it does. You, That's you, what you, I was going to say. You know, there there are different ones, but yeah, but yeah, you, you use distribution distribution services. My voice today, I'm just stuttering <laughs> and all over the place. Right. Distribution. There are other distribution companies. Yeah, absolutely. So we we use um, Anchor, Anchor, which is good because it gives us a nice app that shows us all our um, viewings and everything like that. See, it's a nice control. See, Anchor's really good. Um, without kind of going too deep into it, Anchor's good a because it's free, mm. um, but the reason it's free—it's only for podcasts. Though. It's only for podcasts, and the reason Anchor's free um, is because it's owned by Spotify. Yeah. Uh, so so they're not looking to kind of so, so this isn't the way that they make money. Um, they obviously make money through people sub- subscribing to Spotify. Mm. 
Um, so they're able to set up a platform like this to kind of monopolize that. Uh, yeah, <laughs> to kind of monopolize that space. But it does work very well. I don't, I like, I looked into this recently because I was doing some work with a friend. Um, there isn't really anything free for music, but as a pretty much a standard, you're looking like £20 a year yeah. or like £70 for kind of like a a, um, a, a, a forever thing. Yeah. It's just like a one-time payment. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, it, go on. No, 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 it, it's exactly that. And um, yeah, there's loads for podcasts. Acast is another one that springs to mind Acast, as well yeah. that you can use. I think you have to pay for Acast. You do, but, yeah. Um, but yeah, the, and these will, they, they'll kind of do the, the legwork for you because you, you wouldn't, there isn't any other way really to get your, your music on Spotify unless you're Well, it's, it's a huge amount of hassle to go to each one individually, go to Spotify individually and upload yeah. something to Apple Music, to yeah. Deezer, to yeah. Tidal. And, uh, and take all, you forever. all of these, especially things like DistroKid and Ditto, they will collect your royalties for you. Yeah, and yeah. And they'll just drop them in an account and it will break down, they won't Where take any of come, it. come from. Yeah, it'll yeah. just break it all down for you and they'll go, this is what you want. And then that's, saves you then maybe having seen, having you know copyright on your own music and, and stuff like that but it, it becomes confusing but it's um yeah but it, it's something that you you need to do if you're releasing yeah. music and, well and then you can set up your release date and you can put all the artwork Absolutely. in it and and, and 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 you can put your press release within that and it'll yeah. put it in the right places and the bios and oh no those things are great i i think that's a pretty um a pretty neat little uh little kind of package of all the things you have to do for release is there anything yeah. else that you've got on your list uh, that, not really that to be haven't... perfectly honest the next thing i was gonna we've kind of covered the next bit so i was only going to gloss over them which is then obviously you need to advertise for it all which is the majority well, of things well, well, well i think as well i think a big thing to consider and this is hard this is really 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 hard and i try to do this every single one of these things we've just spoken about there is content to be taken from it yeah so, so just like when we talk about like the artwork the the artist centers um a like a time lapse we're actually doing it mm. Like all that stuff can be content if you want it to be, but I, so I think it's really hard to feel when you're looking at every single opportunity as something to create content out of. I think it's really hard to feel present in that moment. Yeah, um, no, and to like you know, if, if a piece of artwork gets sent to you and you immediately get out like, your phone and being like, "Oh my god, guys, you know, <laughs> hey guys, we've just got a new artwork. I'd love to know what you guys all think on Instagram." If you're doing that, then then how much time are like you giving? I think I think it's hard. Yeah, it's really but, hard. But I do think as much content as you can collect along the journey of all the different things Absolutely. you've spoken about, I think that's just really, really, really useful. Like I can think of a few, there's a fair few people on TikTok um, who who will kind of, they will film some of the writing process. Mm. And whether it's when they were actually writing it or they've just come back to it and pretended they're rewriting it. Like, who knows but creating that kind of content about the process people are interested in man yeah they are they're really people interested like it. It. and I would also say eliminate the cringe aspect of it all especially with like the TikTok side of things it says two people sitting down yeah, <laughs> to, uh, to record a podcast yeah exactly <laughs> but eliminating the cringe aspect is it, it, it I think people can with their own advertising and, and their own marketing and their own stuff they can get caught up with well if I had loads of money or if I had a massive record label I wouldn't do any of this just because it would just sort of happen and it would be there but then yet the song what the song that was released maybe last year last year um, was I can't remember the artist's name now but um, the song that was F U says F U A M I oh yeah yeah that song that went huge so the artist originally that released that song was playing and singing over like titles on like an open chat on like a live stream on TikTok and one of the comments that came up was write a song about you know effing off your ex's family and everything like that and from that and from that someone then searched who'd made that initial comment and it was someone from the woman's record label 
Really? So the whole thing is a marketing ploy the whole time. So my point being, you shouldn't shy away from doing that obvious stuff just because even if you were at the top, it doesn't, it, they're, they're just trying to make it look authentic in that way. It's not. Just yeah. just think about it strategically and think that actually, even if I did that, it's as long as it's authentic to me in some way, it doesn't matter. All publicity is good publicity. <laughs> Simon Cow. <laughs> um, well, anyway, it's yeah. It works for lots of people. I feel like we discussed a lot there, I Will, like so. that episode. Yeah. I like that. It was very detailed. I, 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 I think you've done very well there with the topic because j- <laughs> just, just for, for you all listening, we came into this today and I had nothing. I was feeling very uninspired and... Uh, yeah. And, and this has been a three, two, one go. We haven't had to to kind of have another go at anything. Think of fun. Hopefully, it'll be. There, there, I don't think there'll be much editing to do. Probably other than me, nice. like falling over all the words because I'm tired. <laughs> have you got any, anything else on that list before? I, the last thing I put down there for for any kind of person is, is to manage your kind of expectations because I feel that way you're going to feel a lot better about yourself. Oh no, no, I, I think that's a hundred percent something yeah. to kind of to kind of think about as yeah. well because because there's always of course there's the dream when you do anything when you release a piece of music when you start a podcast that you're immediately going to drop it and there's going to yeah. be tens of thousands hundreds of thousands of yeah, people absolutely. listening and to it and you might get lucky it. that might happen and, and it might happen I, I do think things like TikTok do make it easier for that stuff to happen absolutely but um, but also like we spoke about before there's there's more stuff it's a more saturated market so yeah, but it's, it, it's like, tricky. It, it can happen but I think just people talk about this in, in like fitness and stuff stop aiming to be able to lift 100 kilo <laughs> if you can currently only lift 60 aim to be able to lift 61 yeah, and once absolutely. you've achieved that give yourself a pat on the back and then aim for 62 and do it like that because then the entire process is a process of success yeah. rather than the entire process being a process of I can't quite do it yet do it, I yeah. still can't do it and it's exactly the same in music don't be like I I, I think it, it's so easy to, to look at it and to be like oh you know when I get my first 10,000 plays I'll feel really good don't go after the first 10,000 plays go, go after the first 10 yeah. And once you've got the first 10, go for the first 20 and yeah. then the first 50. And then the whole time, it, it's really, it's so easy to say. It's so easy to say. But mm. it's definitely something that I've learned doing this podcast and looking mm. at the numbers every week uh, because sometimes they're high, sometimes they're not so high. Yeah, um, absolutely. And and they and you know and they've gradually increased, but it by no means was like the first episode, hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of no, it's plays. Growing, but it, it's, it grows. It's nice. yeah, so uh, so thank you to all of you thank who are still you. here. Yeah, cheers. That was a n- n- nice little segue <laughs> yeah. to uh, to thank the audience. Thank you very much. <laughs> um, uh, and we'll we'll see you next time, I guess. Yes, we will. Cheers. Bye. Right, Will, where can people find us? Uh, so we can be found on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Amazon, uh, all of those lovely sites. When you're on any of those sites, if there is a space to give us a rating, like there is on Spotify and Apple Podcasts for sure, go down, give us five stars, write us a little review. It helps us so much because then it helps other people find our podcast. And uh, we're trying to build a community and have a big old friendly conversation. <laughs> a big old friendly community. <laughs> and Nashris is laughing at me. So no, thank you very much, guys. Thank you for listening. Thank you very much. Cheers.